AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Hey, everybody. I'm really, really thrilled, humbled and excited to have someone truly special. Our paths cross in so many different ways. We're threaded amongst people that we love so much. Um, Award-winning artist. Something's just going on in her throat that I don't, we, it's so special. And inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame, Broadway actress, producer, Y'all welcome, Miss Deborah Cox. Hey, thank you for that introduction. Girl, you are just awesome. Thank you. From another awesome woman, thank you. Thank you. People don't realize that it just didn't happen and you just popped on the scene. You've been doing this for decades. I've been doing this since I was 12. I was 12, 12 years, years old, old doing commercial jingles, doing background vocals, doing birthday parties, doing talent shows, 
Like I was the little girl in the neighborhood that sang. Everybody knew who I was and what I did. Summer, summertime block parties, any opportunity to just get in front of, of mm. an audience or just to sing. You know what I mean? That was my church. I didn't grow up in, in a church, a gospel choir and that kind of yeah. thing. So my church was being able to just be in a setting where I was able to perform and use my God-given talent. And that's how I came mm-hmm. up the ranks, you know? And I wouldn't change it for the world. People would assume because of your vocal style that you mm-hmm. you had to have grown up in the church or some type of bluesy, gospel-y background. Right. But I'm Quite honestly, I, I listened to a lot. I think I would say that I was an enamored and in, engaged mm. in the spirit um, at a very early age. Like I knew that I wanted to do message music. I wanted to do music that was going to be inspiring, insightful, empowering. Um, and it didn't matter if it was, quote, a gospel song or a song that was in of a different format that was just empowering or positive. So I knew that that was the lane that I wanted to be in, you know, and later on when I was in my um, like around high school time, I listened to a lot of BB and CC Winans. I listened to a lot of Yolanda Adams and those were my vocal coaches per se. Um, and of course, Whitney Houston, who was a major, major impact in the sense that I knew that if I was going to embark on a solo career, it would be modeled after a person like her who sang all different genres of music, but sang, yes. you know what I'm saying? She never diminished then, her vocal ability. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't want to fast forward too fast, but y'all <laughs> got to do, you know, a yeah, song a duet. together. Y'all got to do a yes. song together. And going back to your, to the beginning, um, I love telling young people don't despise you know, you might be uh, being in the background or you might be assisting the person. But if I am yes. not mistaken, did you for a small time um, sing with Celine Dion? You sang background yes. for her? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. A lot of the artists that I sang background for were artists that helped to shape how I wanted to come into the industry, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I... I I knew music was what I loved, but I did not want it to be compromised. And I didn't want my life and the way that I wanted to live a life. I didn't want that to be compromised. So there were a lot of no's in the sense that I I said no to a lot of things because I knew it would require me to just be either gone away from family or away from like Mm -hmm. my, my foundation. And so I would say no to those kind of projects, or I would say yes to something that was not as as much as a, a big starring role, but it was more with people that I like to work with Ooh. or, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so wait a, a lot minute. Of, mm-hmm. we hear a lot about rejection. You're hearing a lot of no in the industry. Um, the famous thing that I hear sometimes is love you so much. We're, we're, we're just going to go in another direction. We're going to go in another cold. direction. You know, that's, that's cold for. <laughs> that's cold for. Bye. Girl, bye. Um, we love you, but all right. But you, I like hearing where you said no yes. to some things. And it wasn't always yes. about if it was number one 
on the, right. uh, what do we call them? Even on Broadway, uh, someone said, well, if Michelle takes this role, her name won't be the first on the board and I don't care. Just make my name correct. Right, the billboard. To the order of. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Right. Thank you for and let it that. let it be right on the let let it be right on the paycheck. <laughs> y'all know there's a line on a check. Okay. Um, some of y'all young folks don't know nothing about a check because everything is right. uh, digitally deposited. But on a check, there is a line that says "Pay to the order of." Oh. As long as That's my right. name <laughs> in that account and everything. Your is name, clean. right? Or your company, company name. Just, just, put, yeah. just make sure that that's that is Make correct. sure that that's right. And make sure that those <laughs> zeros are right, too. You that know what I'm saying? Fact. That is yeah. fact. That is the fact. Amount, yeah, the that amount is of fact. zeros. Uh, you know, a lot of, um, I'll tell a story. There was, there was one time that I was paid more than a big global artist. Um, I'm not going to mention the name. But of that course, was when, course. and this was, this was really in, in, in the 90s, like, I was um, really riding off of that. Nobody's supposed to be here. So I was doing a lot of shows and that check was right. And I was actually making more than <laughs> the person I was person. opening for, but for optics. So I'm just saying, I say that to say that you can't always do things from your ego. There's going to be a lot of moments where you have to check your ego and just you know what I mean? Do things for the love of it. Do things for your passion. And that's how I've moved in my career. And I, and I learned that very early on, that it's not about, it's, it's not about, you know, my ego. It's about playing the part that needs to be played in whatever capacity. And so that's what I do. Okay. Which leads <laughs> me to, I, I was telling your publicist, Randy, I said, I just want to glean and get wisdom. And here you are not knowing that, <laughs> sharing wisdom, not to do things from your ego, which I believe leads to your longevity in this music business. Right. You speak right. to that and mm -hmm, some more to that. I actually learned this. Um, Angela Bassett said something to me when we were working on the Lifetime film and it was about protecting an artist that we know and love. And I remember her saying that we're here to serve. We're here to use our gifts, use our gifts and use our talents to serve whatever the piece is or to serve the audience. And so if you have that perspective all the time, then you will always, always be in your purpose. Now, you don't it. have to go to church to do, to do that. You know what I'm saying? You just have to live mm -hmm. in your truth. And so I feel like that's part of the reason why I've always... I'm never, I'm not phased by this industry. I'm not phased by anything. I'm not phased by any of it because I, I know my truth and I stand on that and I do things that just make me feel good. And if, and that might discourage other people or not mm -hmm. discourage, that might um, not be in other people's view, but as long as I'm happy with me and I can sleep at night, I'm good. Yes. You know? And that is the, my commitment to myself. Knowing your commitment to yourself, knowing purpose helps you. And this interview is going to also be reflective of how I've seen you move through the years. You're able to move. You're able to serve and have purpose. And you don't have like this chip on your shoulder. You are um, 
you were inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. The first female Black artist? Yes. <laughs> first Black woman to be inducted into the music, the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. And what does that mean to me? Well, when I meant, when you say that in the world of Drake being the biggest, you know what I mean? No one believes that. <laughs> no one can believe, but I remember the struggle to just see black images on television. I didn't grow up with BET and that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. that stuff came into Canada in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? So it was through listening to my mother's records, like listening to the greats, um, listening to the records that she had, that was what was, that was my introduction to R&B and soul music and just, you know, black American culture, which was really yes. impact, you know, impacted me and my parents in a, in a, in a very, in a huge way. Um, much like this show, The Wiz, when I tell people, I saw the film as a, as a young kid, I remember the VHS, you know what I mean? And putting that thing in and going, oh my gosh, because I was obsessed with Michael Jackson and that was, a re that was the calling card for me to watch it. And then seeing Diana Ross and I was like, oh my gosh, this woman is playing in a fantasy world. I didn't know that as a black kid, you could do that. You could just go off and just dream about yeah. this, this other magical, mythical place, you know? And so, you know, I... I it's only looking back that I recognize all this stuff. And sometimes that's just how the journey is. It's not until you are past where you have come from that you actually mm. see the path and you see the journey. You know what I mean? Um, so that's why I tell people just trust the process. There's going to be moments where it's uncomfortable. And, but those are the times that really test you and really show you what you're made of. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I remember shadowing you when you were doing Aida. And I remember thinking, wow, Michelle is a part of this iconic group and doing Broadway, stepping away to do Broadway. That's a big decision. That's a big yeah. decision to do eight shows a week. <laughs> right? Girl, eight <laughs> shows a week. Yes. And you are the lead. Ca- Listen, that show is no joke. And that was a That's a lot of singing. You were Wait, put what? in, I was put in. I was put in. I came after Tony Braxton. So Heather Headley, Tony Braxton, Michelle Williams, Deborah Cox. And if I'm not, did Erica Campbell do a stand in Aida? I think she was supposed to. She tells the story. She didn't do the show, but. Oh, okay. Wow. Wait a second. A put in? I was put in. So 
y'all, y'all, okay, we're definitely having this conversation amongst two girls, right? So listen. So a cook-in is basically, the show is already on its feet. It's already on Broadway or it's already touring. And right. you literally are put in the show. You rehearse hours, a couple hours before the show. Um, it's kind of like, and I, I used to feel so bad for the folks who had a show at eight o'clock, but you had to rehearse with me from 9 a.m. to 6 right. p.m. So you're put in, right? The show is already going. So you're rehearsing in the day while the show is going to go up at night. And then you rehearse right. about six weeks. I think you have a minimum or maximum of six weeks to learn right. everything. And then you literally get put in a show that's already existing. But let me tell you, I was born for this because Destiny's Child was already going and then i was put in so you were put in for these moments you are built yes here you come to get put in aida after me and a court i'm kind of like i come after tony braxton i'm in the sandwich of two vocal very different vocal powerhouses Tony carrying right. um, the heaviness, the alto, and Deborah coming in as that belting soprano. But you still got right. some lows, though. Now, don't sleep on Deborah's yeah, lows. <laughs> don't sleep. And so, yes. So that's what we mean by putting wow. in. So that was in like, 2004. Yes. You were put in yes, Aida. girl. Yes. And I always remember just how, just how gracious, how kind you were to just showing me just where to go on the stage. I ain't never been on a Broadway stage like that. And you know, you have to like, I'm a very visual person and I'm the kind of person that need to be in the situation to kind of feel out just the characters and feel the dancers around yes. me and that kind of thing. I'm not really good with like rehearsing just in a rehearsal spot and then go on. Like I need to be in it at least. So you were so detailed with the direction, you would be like, okay, you're going to stand here. This piece is going to be moving here. You're going to turn here. Da, 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 da. You're going to have to, da. this is a good time to sip your water. Like nobody does that. <laughs> it, yes. Those moments, girl, when I think about going into Dance of the Robe and I go, this is where Michelle said, this is a good time to take a sip of water. And she's right. Because you, you, know, oh. you, ha- you don't have no time. You're well, literally going from moving. scene to scene to scene. Yes, that piece that, don't nobody tell you that. These are like, the hard knock life is what you learn on Broadway. When you get like hit in the shoulder with something, not that that happens, but you know what I'm saying? Like no one de- tells you those little nuances. A director can't tell you because they're not in your place. They can only tell you from the perspective that they're watching you. Yeah. But to, to have that moment to shadow you and go through the scenes and stuff, that was really, really helpful for my first time. Wow. On a Broadway stage. On I mean, I, I had stage. done musical. Yeah. The Broadway and stage is different. no joke. It's different. Because the people don't realize, Deborah, you can command your own stage when Deborah Cox is on Flawless. tour. You go from left <laughs> to right. You go in the audience if you want to. You That's don't right. come out at all. You can sing from backstage. But I don't know. You can sing in your dressing room doing a quick change. <laughs> But Broadway, you got to be on Mark Zero, Mark Two, stage left, yes. step right, upstage, downstage. So, yeah. and the good thing, um, uh, eight shows a week, uh, people would think, oh, that's got to be damaging to your vocal cords. For me, it was actually strengthening and it started to be muscle memory. Yes. You know, 
Yeah. You know, but for you, by the sixth, for me, I by the sixth show, I could I could start feeling some. <clears throat> I need to shut up. Which y'all, by the mm-hmm. way, we're gonna get to what Miss Deborah is doing now. Y'all, right now, Deborah should be resting, but she is talking <laughs> to me. She is in the whiz playing Glenda the Good Witch. Not only is she in the whiz, she is one of the producers. Yes. Yes. Her Very production proud. company, which makes Deco her Entertainment. And her and her husband, they are yes. um producers of the Wiz. Now, y'all, before the Wiz, honey, she's been bodying a lot of roles. One of the roles that was really difficult was Josephine Baker. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how about that didn't that didn't go to Broadway? It didn't go to Broadway. So that so it just shows you the journey. Yes. You toured yeah. and, and the show they kept saying, it's hard to find a theater. It's hard to find a theater, blah, 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 blah. And you did not get, get, get discouraged. Y'all, I believe when The Wiz goes to Broadway, it, I, I'm excited about your Tony nomination. For fact, for middle. Ooh. You got to get the nomination. <laughs> you you. Get Let's the nomination put it out there. Before you win. <laughs> You got to get the nomination before you win something, y'all. So we're going to go with the minimum nomination. That's right. How That's has right. that journey been? Y'all rehearsed the Wiz. Yeah. So you were able to be in it from the ground up. You're not being put in. You're actually been a part of the, yes, the workshop process of the, the workshop. That's what it's called. The workshop yes. of the Wiz. Y'all are on tour right now. Y'all tell us how it's been. <laughs> <laughs> it's been really an like a great journey. You know, like I feel like I'm in a real amazing cast of people that are super, super talented and telling the story in the way that it needs to be told. The essence of the story of The Wiz Ooh. is we've, we've kept that. Um, Amber Ruffin rewrote it and reimagined um, it. The book is solid. You know, we, the set designs, girl, we have Academy Ooh. Award <laughs> Winner Hannah Beachler, who designed the set. The set is incredible. Then the costumes. I was so excited to reveal my costume because I have been a fan of this woman and didn't even know that we would end up working together. Um, Sharon Davis designed the costumes, and they're all incredible. Every You're, single you look costume. Fabulous. I mean, and I just wear it proudly. You know, she is just, her, her, the imagination that went into all of the designs are incredible. Um, Jaquel, the, the, for the, the, the choreography, incredible. All different styles of dance from, from all different types, all different genres of music. We got Joseph Joubert, who is, you know, the musical oh director, uh, supervisor, yes. um, who is incredible, who was, was my MD as well. And Shelly Williams brought it all home. Are you giving liberty vocally to be Deborah at moments? Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I think that this is probably the most mythical, magical character that I've been in. So I, I've, I've have complete, full range of how I want to sing the songs, and that to me was really intriguing. You know, it it means more to me that I'm able to really create a new Glinda than it is. Um, and obviously being a co-producer too really helps me know that this investment that I'm making is to, um, continue the incredible legacy of the show. Yeah. You know, but you know, Shelly's Aida history, don't you? Shelly Williams is Aida history. Yes. We were doing the show. We, you've done the show with Shelly. She, she was Nehemka <laughs> and yes. an Aida understudy. Yes. 
Yes. I came up the ranks. Like she knows this industry in and out and has given some, uh, given the cast, because there's a lot of new Broadway babies coming in this show. A lot of people were, it's their very, very first time. And she's given us so many gems to work with to help us maintain that eight week schedule, eight, eight show a week schedule and to keep us, you know, keep our eye on the prize because it can get really tough. You know, it can be really yeah. tough dealing with things on the road. You know, we're all away from home, but we all have to create our, our family so that we can help each other and lift each other up during uh, this process because mm-hmm. it is a process. You know, it's a it's lot amazing. of work. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. And when you find those projects that make you feel it's worth it, then you're good. I also mm-hmm. wanted to mention Kirk. Kirk Cambridge did the design for the makeup. <gasps> Kirk and he said, oh, I love Michelle. <laughs> is he out there right now? He is. He's on the road, too. It's a solid team. Tell Kirk I say hello. He, I he will. Uh, designed for Fela. Fela, yes. He is a ham. Is he, you know, now hopefully, maybe, I don't know if he is yet, but, you know, he cooks. So, I don't know. He likes oh, to do a Caribbean okay. fish soup, like a... Uh, 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 there's a soup that he would like to do. And if you're sick, he will cook this soup. So um, shout out to you, Kirk. And shout out um, to Kirk. Shout out to Kirk. And again, y'all, I'm not going to hold her long because I'm the type of person doing theater eight shows a week. I'd be in the bed, sleep or doing or shutting up. <laughs> AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. 
For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I do want to pivot to nobody's supposed to be here turning 25 years this year. Can you believe that? I mean, it so really feels like... So on the road with the like, Wiz, yes. so many milestones for you this year into 2024. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm in a really great space mentally. I feel like creatively I'm actually doing something that I'm really excited about. And in creating it in a different medium, mm -hmm. um, I cannot believe it's been 25 years since nobody's supposed to be here, but it is what it is. Time just keeps moving and you just got to keep rolling with it and keep moving forward. And that's kind of what I've always done, you know, kept yeah. my circle very small. You're part of that small circle, <laughs> you know, you so um, much. people that are like empowering and just, you know, um, encouraging because that's what we need. You know, this industry depletes and takes and takes and takes and takes until you have no more or no, nothing left Listen. to give. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's wonderful to be able to like share and talk to you. And I love this platform that you've created um, about mental health. My, a lot of people may not know, but my father was mentally ill. My biological father. Was he? Yeah. And when I finally met him late, 
um, because he was in, in, in uh, a whole other country. I didn't grow up with him. But once I found out, I had this, this magic, this, um, what's, I had this big vision of who he was as, as a dad. And I always envisioned what my life would have been maybe if I was living with him. But when my mother told me your, your father, your biological father is mentally ill. And that was part of the reason why I had to leave with you on my hip. Just us when we left and, and had to flee to the Bronx because he came, became very violent. But I say that to say that, you know, you can have this vision of, or you can you can be very idealistic about what you think you should be or or what your life should be and then the reality kicks in and the circumstance that you're in is what forges you to move forward or to make change and that was what helped me to kind of just move forward it was like okay i made peace with the reality that i would not have that kind of relationship father daughter relationship that i envisioned <laughs> Um, and so a lot of it, I had to lean on myself. And so when I'm singing that song, believe in yourself, you know, when I'm literally singing that to, to little Dorothy, I I'm holding back tears because I'm, I, it's like a mantra to myself. Had I not done that, I don't know that I would even be here today to be even to tell that story. Because at the end of the day, Michelle, like you say, like we all say, once we figure it out, you can only depend on you. Deb, thank you so much for sharing because checking in, the foundation of checking in is about mental health, but I love, it's a whole, the, uh, the spectrum of conversations going to so many different directions and I never want someone to think it's all going to be practitioners and medicinal, but for you sharing, um, you, you also, I don't know if you knew that, knew this, but as I've been learning about how to grieve losses, yeah, acceptance is one of the steps in grieving loss. Yes. You said you had to accept the fact that the relationship with your father that you wanted could not be. Right. Yeah. I grew up with the Huxtables. I grew up with, you know, seeing all these shows with the perfect family. And I wanted that for myself. And so when I found out that there would never, ever be that connect, I would never have that with my father. I had to make peace with that. And I made peace with it at an early age. And music became my church. Music was my outlet. I was like, I need to find a way to release this pain or this, or grief. Because I felt like I'll never grow up with him. You know what I mean? Like, I realized that this is part of the Mm -hmm. reason why I'm very sort of clingy. Like, you know, my early years, I was very sort of needy, eager to please all the time. I came into this industry just easy, eager to please, like, <laughs> you know, oh, this is what you, you know what I mean? And it became very detrimental to my mental health. And I had to like figure it out. And I figured it out. It was wow. like, don't hold on to the ideals. It's okay to, to be inspired by and to want something, but don't let that want be a detriment to your own, you know, yeah. your own respect for yourself. And it's a pure want, by the way. It's pure. A a, a daughter (laughs) wanting the love of her father, right? So that is absolutely, uh, it's it's a pure desire. It's a pure want. And have you ever found that the shows that you do, specifically theater, that it mirrors something 
that you walked through or currently walking through? Like you just said the Ooh. song, Believe in Yourself. Yes. Ooh. Girl. Yes. Yes. Wow. And even the shows that didn't happen. You know what I mean? It's all a journey. I remember being told that I probably wouldn't be back on Broadway because I said no to a, 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 a another scenario, another show scenario. I don't know if you remember this, but um, I felt okay walking away from that project. I said, you know what? I'm going to walk away knowing that I gave my absolute best and all to this production. And, um, and I'm good with it. And when I, and when I did that, it was like, it's okay. It's okay. Because you know, when you, I feel like the universe gives you what your intention is. Like the universe, like knows where your heart is. And if you, walk away with evil or you know that stuff is karma you know what i'm saying yeah. it, it goes both ways good and bad and so i've always just sort of try to live my life with like just as long as you have good intentions about something let that be mm-hmm. what it's what, it, what it's for and let that serve you and then it'll come back in some way shape or form you know the goodness of that act yeah you know, and you've talked about this twice in this episode, how you have had to say no. It takes strength yeah. to say no. It takes it maybe even. Yeah. It maybe even takes you being clear in your identity, because when you're clear in your identity, it's like, yeah, I won't tolerate this. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't stand for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 absolutely. I've got to move on. And look yeah, and, and, and it goes. Yeah, you cannot give oxygen to toxicity. You just can't, you know, you have to know that there's more for yourself, that you deserve more, that you're worth more and remove yourself from those spaces, from those places and from those people (laughs) that are going to feed into the toxic negativity. It's just not, it will just, it will not serve you at the end of the day. Um, And then that in turn makes you not able to serve others. That's it. Well, you know? let the church say amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Seriously, on that note, I am not going to hold you because I know you got to get some rest. Yes. Deborah, thank you for just giving us some time and checking sure. in um, in the middle of your schedule. So we really, of really course. appreciate you. No. I'm excited. Thanks. Tell us, Um, so The Wiz, you're currently touring into yes. 2024? Yes. We're currently touring. We're hitting um, all, we're hitting 13 cities altogether. And then we hit Broadway in April, 2024. So tickets will go on sale in November for Broadway. So you can buy tickets for Broadway then. Um, And if you do happen to be in a city where you can catch the show, come to either uh, DC, Atlanta, Chicago, Des Moines, Iowa, um, LA, San Diego, San Francisco. We're hitting all the cities. Uh, end in Los Angeles, and then we head to Broadway. 
then you head to Broadway. Yes. Y'all, please make sure you go check out The Wiz, starring yes. my good friend, Deborah Cox. There are awesome, there's so many awesome voices in here. I didn't even get to ask you about Avery Wilson. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I get to sing a song oh. together, but I'll wait to see the show. Ooh, I'll wait to see the no, show. not yet, but I wish. Show. Listen, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to come see y'all and love on please you. Please do. Deborah, <laughs> I, I got to do the benedictions for the second time. Thank you for being with us today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Take care, love. All right. We'll see you All right. later. God bless. Thank right. you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 